Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello there friends, foes and fummies. I'm so excited to be back with a new episode for all the Formula One illiterates out there. But never fear, keep listening to this podcast and you will be speaking F1 like the mother tongue you never knew you had. Since this episode is released just before the French Grand Prix weekend kickoff, I felt it's appropriate for us to discuss the structure of the race weekend and how teams, drivers, the press and us the supporters and fans build up to the main event that is the race on Sunday. I will therefore give a short overview of all the sessions in F1 and what everybody gets up to while this is going on. So, if you think about a, a race weekend in Formula 1, the first thing that happens is on the Friday, which is Free Practice 1. So, Free Practice 1 and Free Practice 2 and Free Practice 3 are the first three sessions. Free Practice 1 and Free Practice 2 are on a Friday and Free Practice 3 is on the Saturday. And as it, uh, the name basically implies, it is practice rounds that the teams can use to go around the track and to basically figure out what is going on with their cars, what is going on with the drivers. The drivers can, you know, explore the track, try and understand, you know, where they can go faster. Yeah, it's basically practice. It's as simple as that. So free practice one is, a, is on the Friday, as I mentioned, and it is a 90 minute session, so an hour and a half. And this session is usually used by teams just to do initial setup. So they basically want to go out and try um, any new parts, maybe, for example, what um, that they might have brought to the race, you know, any upgrades to their car, to the aerodynamics or to the engine. And this is the perfect opportunity for them to basically test out whether these, these new parts actually work or whether they um, were mistaken and that the parts are actually useless. Um, so tying in with this, they will then obviously run the car around the track many times to collect data to basically steer them into the direction that they can possibly set the car up into. So now when I speak about car setup, I mean, so the team can basically make all sorts of adjustments to, you know, the angles that the, the front and the rear wing is at, um, the suspension, the, the, the angle that the tires are uh, connect with the road, just the amount of adjustments and tweaks that the teams can make to the car uh, are endless and it has a market uh, impact on the actual performance of the car. And the, the, the free practice one is, is a very important session in that, in that respect where, you know, the drivers go out for the first time and then they need to go and give feedback to their engineers so that the engineers can come up with a direction to set the car up into you know, to ultimately make sure that the car is as fast as it can possibly go and that it suits the driver as much as it possibly as it possibly can when, you know, we get to the crunch time like qualifying and the race itself. So in general, you'll see some quality type laps or some qualifying style laps. Uh, in other words, sort of 
very fast one or two laps on low fuel for them to sort of get a feel of how the car is when the fuel is low and it needs to go as quickly as possible. But it's not always the most reliable indicator of how the teams are actually going to shape up. So, you know, the, the, the lap times and the order of the lap times in which the teams, um, you know, rank after free practice one isn't always necessarily the best indicator. Since, as I've mentioned, you know, all of the teams will find improvements in the car. Some will find more than others. So the, the, the actual ranking and of the actual speed of the teams might, might very well change. And that brings us to free practice two, which is also on the Friday, just a few hours later. It is also a 90 minute session, so an hour and a half. And this is basically the session where, you know, for the first bit, the teams run the car similarly to free practice one to understand whether the changes made between free practice one and free practice two worked and whether the car is actually now moving in a direction that the driver enjoys and that the team thinks is going to be, um, you know, the fastest option for them. Then they usually, and the most important thing in free practice two is they perform what they call long runs or race simulations where they fuel the cars up, you know, they fill up the car with fuel since, you know, when they start the race, they all need to start with 100 kilograms of fuel uh, since they can't refuel during the race. So they fill the cars up with fuel and send them around the racetrack um, for quite a few laps, especially, and I think the most important thing here is obviously to understand how the car handles when it is heavier with fuel, and then also, you know, how long they would expect the tires to last um, in terms of tire wear when, you know, running around the track. So obviously you you get, depending on how the car is set up or the t depending on the aerodynamic properties of the car, the tires might wear out more quickly or more slowly than what they would expect. And these long runs are basically the indicator for them to basically better understand how the tires are going to react with their car and on the track and then steer them in a direction when it comes to, you know, coming up with a strategy and deciding which tires to put on when during the race. Okay, so that's the main goal of free practice two. And then after free practice two, we're going to start, we usually start to get an idea of more or less which teams are going to be faster and which teams are going to be slower. Since then we get a full picture of, you know, on the more high fuel type laps, which teams are good. And then also on the low fuel laps after free practice one and the changes into free practice two, which teams are looking good as well. And yeah, that's it for Friday. Then if you move on onto the Saturday, so Saturday morning is usually free practice three. So that's the last of the practice sessions. And this one is only an hour long. This session is mainly used by the teams for, you know, final tweaks uh, in terms of setup and small changes before qualifying. So this session is basically usually used to make sure the car is in the perfect spot for the qualifying session that's going to run a bit later on the Saturday. Um, the results from free practice three, so the, the rankings of the teams after the session is usually a better indication of, of qualifying pace. However, you know, a lot of teams still do their qualifying laps with a bit more fuel uh, in their cars than what they would normally need. And they also usually switch down their engines. So I'll explain, you know, how the engines work in, a, in another episode or the uh, one of the following episodes. But so the engines basically, the engines have the capability or the teams have designed their engines to have the capability to basically, you know, output different levels of power depending on how they, you know, just basically at the flip of a switch. So they can basically in the car, 
you know, turn the switch on their steering wheel to basically decide how much power the engine will have for that lap. So what the teams tend to do is turn down the power on their engine slightly in free practice three to sort of hide hide their, their actual true speed that they will probably um, then really unleash in qualifying. And just for, you know, the layman's term or, you know, the... You, the, 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 let's let's call it the the jargon word for for this practice of switching off the uh, turning down the engines and maybe running with a bit more fuel is called sandbagging now i'm assuming the name comes from you know the whole idea of putting sandbags in your car to make it heavier than what it would otherwise have been to basically hide how fast your car actually actually is and that's effectively what the teams are doing so they are sandbagging to not show to the other teams what their true speed is going to be okay so after free practice three is completed the teams then move on to qualifying now this is where we get down to business whoever qualifies the best can start from the front of the grid on saturday so basically how qualifying works is you have three sessions and whoever has the best lap at the last in the last sessions are qualifying three whoever has the best lap they starts at the front of the grid uh, on the race on sunday so let me talk you through the three sessions so firstly you get qualifying one qualifying one is 18 minutes long and all of the teams need to go around the track and try and set as fast a lap as they possibly can each of the drivers and then after those 18 minutes whoever is the six slowest drivers they are eliminated they will then start in position 15 to 20, since we currently have 20 drivers on the grid. Um, 15 to 20, depending on who of the six had the fastest time to the slowest time. Okay, very simple. Then Q2, exactly the same principle. The remaining 14 drivers will then participate in a 15 minute long session. The slowest five drivers are then eliminated. But here is where things get interesting. So everybody that have that fell out in qualifying two or qualifying one can start on any tire that they want now i'll again explain uh, you know the intricacies of the tires and the strategies in a later episode but basically what it comes down to you can then cho choose whether you want to start on a harder tire that wears more slowly or a softer tire that wears more quickly it basically just gives you as a team more options in terms of race strategy for the sunday then in the same breath, everybody in Q3, so everybody that moves into the qualifying three sessions, so in other words, the top 10, they need to start on the tire that they used in qualifying two to set their fastest lap. So it creates some tactical advantages for those not making it into Q3. Now Q3 is obviously, as the name suggests, the third stage of qualifying. It's the, where the top 10 drivers get 12 minutes to set their fastest lap. So they usually do about two attempts at a fast lap. So they go out, you know, do one fast lap, come into the pits, put on new tires, refuel, and then go out again for a second attempt. And usually you, you'll, you'll just be able to squeeze all of that into a 12-minute uh, session. So obviously, depending on the track, pole can be incredibly important or it can be less important. But I think all Formula 1 drivers you know, would love to start on poles. Since qualifying is the absolute, um, you know, exhibition of which driver is the fastest in the fastest car, you know, you have nothing, no, nothing to worry about other than just going as quickly as possible where the race is a bit more of a tactical game. 
Cool. Uh, yeah, that's qualifying. I mean, and then obviously whoever gets on on pole is very pleased. Whoever is 20th is not very pleased. And usually it's quite interesting, especially if you think, if you look at about position 7 to 13, it's always going to be intriguing to see what happens with those cars during the race. Just because, as I mentioned before, positions 11, 12 and 13 start on whichever tire they choose, where 7, 8 and 9 are restricted, 7, 8, 9, 10, apologies, are restricted in terms of the tires that they can start on. So that always causes a bit of a, you know, tactical difficulty and uh, it requires a bit of ingenuity from the team strategists when thinking about what they're going to do uh, in the race. Now, speaking of the race, that's the main event, obviously, uh, on the Sunday. And what more can I say? The drivers line up on the grid and they do a formation lap, which is basically one lap of the track to warm everything up in the car, to get the tires a bit warmer, to get the brakes warmer, because if you, your brakes aren't warm, then you're, it's going to be a, a struggle when you start the race into the first corner. The cars then line up again and the race start is counted down. So then we just sit back and relax. Okay, there you go, peeps. A nice and short episode to enjoy right before the French Grand Prix. Catch my recap of the race on the TF1 Show podcast, where I will review and lambast all of the action that took place. Please also subscribe if you enjoyed this episode, and you can find me on Twitter, where my handle is at TF1Show, and on Instagram, where my handle is at the tf one show Thanks for tuning in, and we'll chat soon. In the French spirit of the weekend, au revoir. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.